I'm Gina Blizzard, and you're watching One Funny Morning. Welcome to One Funny Morning Show. From Monday to Friday. And sometimes on Saturday. Why would you say that for all these people? You never know what's going to happen. Carmen. Cortez. Good morning, everybody. What's outside your weather door? Good morning. Uppy, uppy. Uppy, everybody. Hello, this is Michelle Garfield from Kentucky, currently in Cincinnati, where the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Vikings um, in an overtime game. I was super excited, so I hope everybody has a great day. So, Dina, take it away, our amazing host. Hey, everybody, I'm Dina Blizzard. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. It is a, yeah, it's a Saturday show. We never do a Saturday show. So I don't know who's going to be up for this. Um, but we did make it a little bit later so that nobody had to be tortured. Uh, so good morning. We're live on TikTok. Um, so good morning to our TikTok audience. So this is our third week on TikTok. So if you don't know my face, uh, it's because I'm normally here in the daytime uh, weekdays. So I might be a new face if you're catching us on the weekends. Yeah, I just thought I messed up the days of the week. No, it is. <laughs> and sometimes on Saturday. So listen, we're doing a special episode because, uh, as many of you know, we've had some uh, great comics come through Philadelphia. I know, bonus day. Hello, happy Saturday night from Western Australia. Hello, Margaret. How is the future? Um, I hope it's lovely. Um, so far, it's just the morning. Listening while watching my daughter's gymnastics practice, right? I know. Do something for yourself. Um, so uh, there is a great comic that is coming through and performing this weekend. He performed Thursday, Friday. He'll be there tonight at Helium Comedy Club uh, in Philadelphia. His name is Pete Lee, um, and I think you're going to love him. So he was so nice. He was like, listen, I can't come on Thursday or Friday. Um, your grades are popping. Your grades are popping this morning. What does that mean? Your grades? Like no, she said my grades. Kezia, what do you mean? She meant your grades mean. My grays are popping. The babies. I know these babies are. Hi, Beth. Good morning on TikTok. Um, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's the light. I don't know. Good morning from Saskatoon. Judy's here. Probably my hair. I went to a great comedy show last night, Brenda. Who did you see? I love when people say that. And I go, great. Who did you say? I don't know his name. It was it was a guy and he talked about dogs. Oh, grace. I know. It, I feel like just overnight, all of a sudden, I was like, wow, you can see them a lot more tonight. I know. Um, Blake by the Lake from uh, TikTok said he loves Saskatoon. You know it? Have you ever been? I have, and so is Judy, but she lives there. But that's it. Um, so I think you're going to love our guest today. We're going to go live on his TikTok as well when he gets here. Uh, but let me uh, read you his intro. Prepare to be impressed. <laughs> Um, they pop more on TikTok, you think? Okay, here we go. 
All right, so our comic today is Pete Lee. He's been seen on shows like The Late Show with David Letterman and was the first stand-up comedian to get a standing ovation on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. It came about after Fallon saw him at a live show in New York City, which resulted in him appearing on the show three times in one year. He's appeared on Comedy Central's Premium Blend, NBC's Last Comic Standing. He finished as a semifinalist and made his TV acting debut on the CBS soap opera, soap opera As the World Turns. <laughs> And he has his own Comedy Central half-hour special. He's performed at over 500 colleges across the country. He's produced shows for MSN, worked as a writer and cast member for Fuse TV's Video and Trial, NFL's Network Top 10. He's also hired as a cast member on VH1's Best Week Ever, which is a great show. He's been a cast member on True TV's Greatest Ever and a regular on True TV's Comedy Knockout, Comedy Central's Roast Battle, a writer on Duck Dynasty. A writer on Duck Dynasty? Yeah. They had writers? Yeah, they did. <gasps> what? <laughs> and created the hit Duck Dynasty spinoff Going Cyril? Mm-hmm. That was the name of it? Yeah, yeah. Uncle Cy had never seen the internet. And so we, <laughs> so we, did, a, we did a spin off. All right. Um, he also starred in the documentary titled I Need to Kill, Following the Lives of Three Comedians, which is now available on iTunes and Amazon. And he became a writer and cast member on the hit show this week at the Comedy Cellar and Comedy Central and lost a podcast, Snuggle Storm. As he said, most of the vehicles uh, top sit down. Oh, as most. As what? I don't understand what this is. But he had to sit down with LA Comics uh, and make friends in California. Now he's making friends in Philadelphia here. And you can catch him tonight at Helium Comedy Club. So please help me welcome Pete Lee to the show. There we go. Um, All right. So we're live on Pete's TikTok as well. So we're everywhere today. Um, yeah. This is awesome. You listed all my accomplishments, and then now I'm uh, I, I, I'm still drunk from last night in your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like to do: build you up and yeah. then bring you back yeah. down. Yeah, I we have, we went to. I told you I went to the bar calves last night afterwards, and then I only had a salad for dinner, and now. Uh, I, I think I'm still a little buzzed, okay. which is which is fantastic. All right. Well, great. that'll make for a fabulous right. show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, hello. My name is Dina. Uh, this is Pete Lee. You already know that because yeah. you're his TikTok. You're, yeah, you're on my TikTok. I never go live, but I figured since we were doing this, I would do that. Um, on her TikTok, people are saying that her grays are popping. I also, oh, do you have yeah. something? Oh, my you're God. I, I, yeah. So, I colored my hair for a long time. You and did? then Yeah. I, uh, I, I think it was. Do like a, a lot of guys color their hair? Yeah, um, there are a lot of like New York. I won't out anybody. Okay, don't there, out there anybody. There are a lot of New York comics that they do clean shaven and then they dye their hair so that like girls won't know how old they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I have a lot of grays in my beard, and you know, a lot of grays here and whatnot. And I just, I finally like. I remember I got a haircut and I was like, oh, I got to diet. And then I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm just going to be me. This. And so several friends were like, they're like, but you look older. And I'm like, I am older. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to try to be 30 years old yeah. in entertainment. Like also all of entertainment's online. Like, I know. like we don't have the gatekeepers of the networks anymore. Yeah. So why wouldn't I just be a little more unique and, I have like a gray, like billionaire swoop. I like here, it. And, uh, Girls yeah. will be very drawn to a billionaire swoop. Yeah, I like it. I, I don't know. but um, so, so how long, when did you start dying it? Um, I started dying it when I was probably like 29 because I was getting grays. And then okay. from like 29 to 35, I would, I would dye it. And then I had friends that would, they were like, why did you stop dying your hair? And I'm like, because I didn't look younger. 
I looked like an oil spill duck. (laughs) 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 They were like, Pete, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like, because. Like dyed hair, I, I don't know. Like I feel like women go. Well, you got to highlight time. it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like women get more detailed, and it takes time. And you have yes. tin foil on your head. Yes, thank but you. But guys, for that. they just put this this they like dump dark it on. rinse on, and then yeah. no matter what color you choose, it's dark jet black. Yeah, and you look you look stupid. Uh, I was just watching um, the Alabama Michigan game. And Nick Saban, I mean, this guy's a multi-multi-millionaire, one of the most decorated head coaches of all time. He could just have gray hair, and he has, like, light brown hair. And I'm like, you're 70. Nobody's <laughs> buying up. Nobody's That's buying funny. that this is light brown I hair. I don't know any guys that dye their hair. Maybe yeah. I've never heard any, like, what yeah. we'll call normal people. But somebody said that. So, like, it's not – it bothers me a little. I don't uh-huh. notice it until I, like, look in a mirror or see myself. Um, but uh, – what was I gonna say? Uh, we're talking about you don't know any guys that dye their hair. Um, That's it. Oh, but I was saying that if I mention that I'm growing it out, every mm-hmm. guy will say, "I bet that'll look really beautiful." Yeah, and all the girls say, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah. The, well, um, have you heard uh, like women that will be like, "Oh, I have a gray showing," and I'm like, "It's a gray hair. It's not a nipple." You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it essentially <laughs> is. Pete. But it's it's like I don't know. Um, I I find. Like there was a lady at my show in Irvine last Saturday and she had like, she had her grays out and she was stunning. And did you tell her? Cause you, that here's what I think. People should mm-hmm. just start telling people that they look stunning with silver hair. I told her that she looked stunning, but I didn't want to bring up the gray hair cause I didn't know how she felt about it. But I just, I actually did say during the show, I go, I go, you have great hair. You have okay, great, like great that. hair, not gray hair. Yeah, I go, yeah. I go, you have great hair. And she's like, thank you. And thank you. You could tell that she was doing the, I'm growing my yeah, braids out and I'm going to pop get bad. it and, and all that stuff. But yeah, I, I was, I started the, the interview wearing a, wearing a hat, but mm-hmm. I like, I look like, like I showed up for a home burglary, <laughs> but I didn't know how to dress. But you were like, oh, I and, didn't realize you were doing a show. Yeah. Let yeah. me just sit so down and join you. We'll do, I think this is better. Yeah. I'm, I'm letting my grace pop. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Well, it's funny because somebody said to me, what are you going to do about when you're on stage? And I said, what do you mean? Yeah. When they I, said, well, how differently do you think that people will react to you if you are full gray? Like we've never seen any gray haired women on stage. And then I thought about it. I was like, I don't know any. Yeah, even Joan Rivers, you know, like she was like a week before death and she still had colored hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, I I don't know. But like, isn't that funny that you go, mm-hmm. well, I shouldn't do that because no one's ever done it before. But then isn't the whole idea of comedy to do things that make you unique? Yeah. And also, I think that the, the best thing you can do on stage as a stand-up comedian is to be as close to who you really are. Yeah. And people find it compelling. Like all of your flaws that you think are the things that you should hide. That's what the crowd goes. Oh, they're talking about that. Maybe it's okay that I have. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to be, it's going to be way better to just let yeah. your grace out on stage and talk about it and, because yeah. you have like, you have a whole audience full of women that are like, I mean, my wife is 34 and she colors her like, you know, whatever grace she gets. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm ashamed. And like, 
She needs to hear that. She yeah. needs to see yeah. somebody that's like, screw it. Heat. I don't know. Coming on the show. Yeah, we, when are you coming to Canada? When am I coming User to Canada? User 957. Um, can we just pretend like we're in Canada? <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we're we're here Canada. now. We're in Canada We're in right Saskatoon. Now. Uh, I get that a lot on my on my TikTok. When are you coming to Canada? I don't know what. There's there's like a finger. Oh, that, that finger. That's so that you could see the these up close. Oh, okay. Oh, well. It's teaching. I think it teaches you things. It saw my gray hairs and it's like, do you need a bigger font? <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> like, let's get rid of them. Are your eyes going? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping to come do a Canada tour next fall. Um, also, Burt Kreischer does. I, I go on the road with Burt Kreischer, and I'm hoping that I can just, like, go hit all the major cities with him and do a tour where everybody gets to come out and see me and, you know, and Tim. And Bert's the one with no shirt on. He's the one with no shirt on. Does he always have no shirt on? Uh, no, he's he's clothed very often, but... Um, Is he? Yeah, like... I remember uh, I all the clips I've ever seen of them. He's never has. A shirt he never on. has a shirt on. Right? Well, I, like he comes out on stage and he um, he'll he'll chug a beer and then he takes his shirt off and then he usually like, sprays beer in the air. It's he comes on stage like a pro wrestler. <laughs> it's amazing. But, I would like to see that. Yeah. Well, I was my next question is like, mm-hmm. um, is that do, you know how when you go to the doctor's office and they say you can get undressed. The mm-hmm. doctor will be in, but you're never supposed to undress while he's in the room. Did you know that? Yeah, it's like, like it's, a legal thing. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be just like a level of professional. So I was wondering, mm-hmm. like, does Bert like take his shirt off backstage, like with you, and then come out because <laughs> people aren't supposed to see him, but he's like, wow, yeah, just he, taking it off. He, he gets undressed on stage. He, it's funny. Um, the first night that I ever opened for him, it was in this, uh, it was in an arena in North Dakota. And, um, like we, we like had this like crazy, like spicy food or whatever. And Bert was on stage and he just, he was like, he's like, I think, I think I pooped my pants. He's still got, <laughs> he's still got 20 more minutes left. And we're like, ha ha ha. The whole arena is like, that's funny that like You're this, lying. this brash guy said, you know, I think, I think I pooped my pants. And then he gets off stage and we're like, Bert, great show. And he's like, and he's walking down the hallway and he's like, no. I think I, I, I think I put my pants. No. And for some reason, he was like kicking his shoes off in the hallway <laughs> to now get ready. No, he's barefoot and he's walking to this hockey arena locker room. And he's like, "Don't follow me in here. This is bad." And um, so like, uh, so it like that's the kind of the guy that he is. He's just like so open and so vulnerable. And we're talking about covering up our grays. And he doesn't <laughs> even cover up that. <laughs> that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so yeah. crazy. That is that the craziest thing that's ever you've ever heard. I think so. Yeah, I, like, and, and that was my first night with him on the road, and that was like my that was just like an intro into wow. like the Burt verse. But wow. he's he's the coolest guy. He's um he's so generous with everyone around him. Like that's he nice. he knows how like he feels fortunate to be in that situation, and uh, it's it's really cool. Um, please come back to San Jose. Yeah. All right. Oh. Um, uh, I so I'm a big Metallica fan, and this okay. guy followed me recently on Instagram. And there's a Metallica song called "Frayed Ends of San- Sanity," and this guy's username was "Frayed Ends of San Frayed End of San Jose." <laughs> <laughs> and I I loved it. I, that's what I thought it was. The names I, on TikTok are very interesting. Yeah, like they're all over the place. On Facebook, it feels like it's most people's names, mm-hmm. but yeah, on TikTok, it'll we have a guy um, smooth cream cheese. <laughs> I guess you want to do. Nobody wants chunky yeah. cream cheese. No, no, it's it is. It's funny. Uh, yeah. What's Bert's Bert's last name again? Kreischer. 
Kreischer. Kreischer. Have fun spelling it. Yeah. Good um, luck. By the yeah. way, Pot Pie, you commented on a lot of my stuff every day and you mean a lot to me. And Pot Pie was right, right up here. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say hi in person. Oh, uh, um, I think it's a um, cat in the picture. Yeah. Uh, so if you can't tell, do you guys, so I know that TikTok, uh, Pete's uh, TikTok knows where he's from. Can you guys guess where Pete is from based on, I don't think you have that much of an accent. I, it's funny. Like, it, I think it comes out more on stage or people tell me, they're like, oh, you really ham it up. And I think, I'm like, I think I'm just talking. I, I'm, it's amplified. It's louder. Is that what it is? And I think Maybe that's what it is. Well, like I'm Jersey. Like, I don't, do you think I sound Jersey? No, I don't think you sound Jersey. But if I'm mad. Oh, yeah. If I'm heckled, you will get full Jersey in your face. You even saying the word mad, I was like, oh, that's Jersey. <laughs> Like, does she own a sanitation company? Yes, I do. I do. Um, she's mad. She's mad. Um, Wisconsin is correct. Yes. And Pete is so funny. So you need to, how do they find your clips? Where's the best place, um, place to go? You can go on Instagram or TikTok and I'm at Pete Lee, Pete Lee, Pete Lee. Uh, I keep looking at all the different platforms. I know. There's a lot. On Facebook, I'm Pete Lee. Uh, and, um, but yeah, Pete Lee, Pete Lee, Pete Lee. If you just type in Pete Lee, my account will come up. Boom. And, uh, my, my avatar is, it's, it's my head with purple background. Like, like I'm Prince. <laughs> <laughs> so we were watching a bunch of, uh, Pete's clips last night, but even when you talked about your accent and you said, this is how you're, that you don't even think you're, you had an accent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I don't even think I have a Wisconsin accent. Um, I just, I just think that Wisconsin people learned how to talk from drunk adults. And, um, I, I go, I think my dad was like, do you want to go to kindergarten today? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm an OP. And that, um, that was a joke that was like a throwaway. And then now, um, that's going to be my second joke on my tonight show appearance that I'm doing. Uh, when is that? When is that? Uh, it's going to happen. I, it airs on the 26th, but I'm taping it on the 25th. So oh, I'm coming so back exciting. to the East coast. I'm so excited. I love it. I already have my outfit picked out. Oh, yeah, yeah, so right. how many times have you been on the tonight show? It's going to be eight. This is going to be number eight. It's, it's that feels wild. That, That's um, so crazy. So the first time that you do it, what's that like? Um, and like, oh, so the story is, is that mm -hmm. Fallon literally just saw you in New York one night. Yeah. So uh, he came to the stand, uh, which he like Fallon is Fallon's like a different kind of late night host in that like he's he's a real guy and he he like he likes to go out and have a drink and he um, he loves stand up comedy. So like his brain is like, well, yeah, I love stand up. Why wouldn't I go to a stand up comedy club and watch stand up I comedy? Love that. I but, love that. Like, you never heard of David Letterman going out and like scouting comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, once he was on the air or like. You know, Johnny Carson didn't go to the clubs himself and go like, mm -hmm. but yeah, Jimmy, um, he was in the crowd and you know, it's New York. So everybody is like too cool for, oh, they're not my. being like, oh my God, it's Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. They're, they're not doing that. They, they're too cool to do that. And so, um, oh, oh, God, Lulu, I know he hi, took your seat. Hi Lulu. I'm Just sorry. I took your, oh yeah. Oh, we got a boxer coming yeah, up. Yeah. There we go. Lulu's here. She's yeah. making it. She's like, I'm going to be the co-host whether you oh. like it or not. What is we talk? Lulu's like, I really want to hear the story. <laughs> She's like, Tell I me really what need happened. to hear the story. You have the sweetest face in the world. She's yeah. like, yeah. Could you move over? Yeah. That's what she's saying. You're. She's really gripping me with her paws too. Because yeah, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, I, Lulu, I feel so safe with you. <laughs> um. So, uh, Fallon comes to the comedy club and. Um, okay, I know he's in your chair. Oh, let him finish you not, the story, you not like and then we'll go from chair. there. Okay. Can I have a kiss? Can I have a kiss? She's like, yeah, no, get out of my chair, and I'll give you a yeah. kiss. 
You're, by the way, she's like, and you smell like bacon. Yeah, by the way, your sweet dog with that growl was menacing. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're menacing. She would just lick you to tickle you to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so uh, Phelan's in the crowd, and then um, it's like kind of tense in there because people want to acknowledge that he's there. And um, <laughs> she loves your story. She's like, I'm just going to yawn. She's like, get to the point get to already. The point, dude. So um, I tell this joke where I say, <laughs> She's heckling you right oh now. God, she's, she's like, me. yeah, go ahead. Try to finish yeah. it. Um, so I get to this joke where I say, uh, <laughs> I say, um, I'm trying to pet you. Uh, she's looking at me. Yeah. She's like, stop looking at him. This is Pete Lee. If you're just joining us, uh, Pete Lee is a fabulous comedian and Lulu. Um, they're going to fight it out over who's going to be the co-host in about a second. Um, and, uh, he's performing tonight, uh, this weekend at Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia. And he, uh, decided to come to my house for breakfast and have a dog attack him. Yeah. So we're happy to have him. So you are at the comedy club. So I'm at the comedy club and, um, I'm just going to cover the dog. Uh, (laughs) And I tell this joke, I go, I go, I never want to offend anybody. I go like the other day, this guy sneezed and I want to say, um, bless you. But instead I go, happy holidays. And Fallon stands up and he goes, yes, he goes, I love this guy. And then like, it broke the tension in the room. And I want to say like, Hey, I like, I I go, thank you, uh, sir or, uh, Jimmy or what, I don't know what to call you. And, He's like, you can call me Jimmy. And I was like, thank you, Jimmy. I go, and I want to say, I love um, your version of the tonight show. Instead, I go, I go, I love your uh, impulse control. And, um, <laughs> and then he laughed really hard and he's like, thanks. I don't have any. I've been told that a lot. And then after the, after I got off stage, he comes over and he goes, he goes, that's so funny that you said that about impulse control. He goes, I was at Justin Timberlake's wedding and I kept like taking the mic almost like in bridesmaids. And then finally they're like, Jimmy, get out of here. And uh, he's just like having a beer, telling me the story, and I'm like, I'm like, well, that's so funny that you have impulse control problems. And I called you. He's like, yeah, it's like, like you really saw me. And uh, and then he invited me on the show, and then I went on the show, and like, like it's nerve wracking to do TV shows. Yeah, I remember I was, I was heading up in the elevator in Thirty Rock, and like as the floors went up, like my blood was starting to yeah, boil, yeah, and yeah, my nerves, yeah, yeah. like the cortisol was crazy. And you're in this nice elevator with like a security guard, but like he can't, he can't protect me from my own nerves <laughs> and my own cortisol. And, um, and then I, the elevator door opens up and I'm like, God, you know, like, like what, what if it feels weird to be around Jimmy or what if it, what if the whole thing is weird? And they had a hundred, um, golden retriever puppies on the show that day. And Jimmy Fallon greeted me at the elevator and he's like, Hey Pete, he's like, uh, you, do you want to hold a puppy? And so I got, I got off the elevator and I'm in my, like, no, you know, not my suit. And, um, and he like hands me a puppy and this puppy's like looking at me and he's like, isn't it crazy? Uh, and I'm like, well, how can I be nervous? Like yeah, I already, the biggest star on the show, I already like saw him and then he handed me a puppy and That's I'm like, this awesome. is going to be great. And, uh, invite to join live. Oh, see, it. somebody's trying to get a battle with you. Oh, I don't understand what a battle is. Well, none of the so I base it on the emojis, and if they mm-hmm. look normal in their emoji, then I say yes. Mm-hmm. But those people that had a lot of um, it had a lot of Korean writing on it. it which uh, if you're in Korea, oh my god, I love you. Uh, that's my favorite uh, place. 
Um, Whitney. Have you been? Have you been? Oh, no, I, well, I went to Asia, but I, I didn't did. go to Korea. I saw that's what the documentary yeah. is, right? Where were the four cities, three um, cities? It was Hong Kong, Singapore, and Macau. And um, were you funny? That was very funny. Yeah. That um, was the whole point yeah. of the documentary. It, it was, can we be funny if we go over to Asia? And we were. We were, uh, uh, Tom Segura, Chad Daniels, and I, we were very funny when we went over that's there. That's awesome. And it was, it was so much fun. I, I actually was the only comedian to go back. Like it was a year later, I went back and I did my own little tour. And then I pointed that out to Tom. And so Tom is doing arenas over there. Like he's going over there wow. in like a couple of weeks. By the way, the ring light keeps changing because there's a dog's foot that the dog is just like. Oh, you know? <laughs> yes. And um, Colby but, moves it. This is so funny. Mm-hmm. I love I love the dog. I'm yeah. so glad that your dog finally forgave me. Yeah. Well, she's not done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not done. She'll be back. Uh, the hair back. was certainly funny. Thank you, Whitney. I pre- thank you. I appreciate that. Um, is that my friend Whitney from San Diego, from California? I just want to know. Um, I love in your set. So again, I watched a bunch of your clips, and it's so funny because you <laughs> you tell stories about like people you meet on airplanes or Uber drivers. You're like, and now we're friends on Facebook. Yeah, and now we're friends on Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. said, and it's so funny you say that because there's a whole bunch of people that I've met. There's a guy named Paul that mm-hmm. I sat next to on the plane on the way home. We had a lovely conversation. And then he texted through the Facebook and he was like, my wife knows who you are. And she yeah. was so excited that we met on the plane. And it was very funny. I always say that like, I don't have fans cause I just make friends out of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Oh, it is Whitney from California. Hi Whitney. Uh, Whitney just got a new boxer. And so the fact that your boxer was in my lap, oh, she wanted to come to my show last week in Irvine, but she couldn't because the dog can't be alone yet. It would like tear up her whole house oh, and couch. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, your, your show is not worth having to reupholster. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're funny, but that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where do we go to find the documentary? Uh, you can go, you do it on Amazon. It's called, I need you to kill. You and to kill. Um, it's because the, the owner of the Hong Kong, Hong Kong comedy club, his name is Jamie Gong. And he would come into the green room and he'd be like, he'd be like, all right, you guys, I need you to kill. And that's, that was his accent. I need you to kill. And we'd be like, okay, Jamie, like there's never a time as comedians where you go on stage and you're like, I'm going to not do my best. You always yeah. want to kill. I'm going to dial it back. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull all my punches on this one. And we thought it was so funny that, and we even explained that to him and he's like, and he'd be like, yeah, but. I need you to kill. Yeah, I get it, but I, I this one kill. I need you to kill. And um, and so we we titled the documentary "I Need You to to Kill." And we within the documentary, there's like a little bit of a mashup of him going like, "Are you going to kill?" Because I need you to kill. <laughs> and um, uh, hopefully people don't think that I'm doing an accent that's offensive. That's just literally yeah, exactly. No, well, I love that you like. had different accents because if mm-hmm. I do an accent, it all sounds the same, and none of it is accurate to what I'm talking about. Is it all Australian? It's all it's all like English. I'll be like, hello, and that, and then it'll just devolve into something that makes no sense. So somebody said, um, uh, where in Wisconsin are you from? I'm from Janesville, just south of Madison. Uh, where are you from? Somebody, it was it was further yeah. up in the in the chat. I'm sure they're going to chime in. Uh, this guy is really funny. I found so many comedians from Dina, and I love it. So, oh, Vicky. I love that. Thank you, Vicky. Yeah, where are you headed next? Um, so this week I'm here. Next week I'm in Naples, Florida. Oh, nice. Um, the week after that I'm in Nashville, and then uh, I'll be doing shows in New York City all week, and then the week after that um, – oh, gosh. That's the, your Tonight Show? Yeah, that's the Tonight Show week, and then um, – I have that weekend off, and then the week after that, I'm in Chicago, but it's that Rosemont Zanies that's by the airport. Okay. So, like, the whole 
the whole week that you're there, you feel like you you had a, a canceled flight and you just have to like live at O'Hare. All oh, the, really? Is yeah. it right at the airport? It's like it's the it's this little entertainment plaza that they made at the airport because so many people fly into O'Hare. They have meetings, and so they made this little entertainment zone, and they have a Zanies comedy club there. And it's packed and it's like all these business people and then fans will come up to, you know, to that club from the Chicago area. And, uh, you know, the downtown Zanies is not very big. It only holds like 150 people. Well, this room holds like 300 people. And so it's wow. a little bit better and uh, it still is a Zanies brand. But, yeah, you're staying at an airport hotel the whole time. That's so funny. Um, so you're like that guy. Remember when Tom Hanks was in the movie and he lived at the airport and he the, was seeking <laughs> asylum? Yeah. Why can't I think of the name of that? I don't know. Um, but it's going to be the terminal. the terminal. I was going to say, yeah. it's going to be, uh-huh. I'll be in Marco Island next weekend. Where in Naples? I'd love to come see you. Oh, it's an off the hook comedy club. Um, uh, it used to be, uh, I just love the name of comedy clubs, you know, bananas and Poughkeepsie. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, off the hook. Uh, the, there's literally, um, like there's so many like on the nose props on stage. There's like, there's like crates that look like they're like fishing crates and like the whole, the whole stage looks like it's like a dock. Uh, really? Like, like, yeah, like they brought home the the, the lobsters or whatever. And it's, it's called Off the Hook Comedy Club. That's it's, funny. It's pretty funny. But yeah, um, and the guy that runs it, his name is Captain Brian. He's a really great guy. Uh, he's not a captain, but he is a Brian. <laughs> he calls himself Captain Brian? I think it was a nickname that he got forever ago. But, um, but yeah, like I, um, uh, he's like, you can call me Captain. And I was like, I'm going to call you Brian. <laughs> Um, uh, we have a guy, you can call me tricks, Mike, that said, uh, we need more shoes in Phoenix. And, uh, I think What's he meant mean? shows. I think, <laughs> I, think shows. I was going to say, I don't know what you do at your shows, um, but apparently people are looking for more shoes. Yeah. I just moved there. I, um, we were talking about it earlier that I, I, I was like, I was a little ashamed as a, as an entertainer to leave LA, but then I was like, what am I going to tell crowds? Like I live in Phoenix, but I realized like no crowd. Are you like, I live in Los Angeles. Like most of the crowds, when you tell them that you live in LA, they're like, screw you. Oh, Nobody likes funny. people that live in LA. That's so funny. And I've, I've had such a more warm reception where I'm when I, now that I'm like, I live in Phoenix. So what brought you to Phoenix? How did you choose Phoenix? Well, my, my wife had a house there and uh, when we met, she, you know, she had her place in Phoenix and then I had a place in LA and I, I had a place that was right on the ocean and I surf and it was ideal. It was like one of the most ideal places to live. And so we would split our time between there and I like hated to give this place up. But my neighbor was like, you can come back anytime and just stay at my place for mm -hmm. free because uh, he, he has a house that he's not in full time. And so like next week I'm going back to LA and I'm going to go surf. My surfboards are there. Aww. So it's like I still have a place there, yeah, but I don't nice. have to pay $5,000 a month. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I probably should have mentioned this vase I'm drinking out of a lot of people. So I have kidney stones. Oh, you do? And um, I have to drink. Well, I was tired of using glasses and filling it up 16 times, so uh -huh. I found a vase. That is. And I drink out of this vase every morning. How so many ounces is it? It's your... a lot. I drink like four of these a day. But it's funny because I don't even think about it. But then every once in a while, there'll be a new person like, what are you drinking? I'm like, oh, it's vodka. Yeah, it's, it's uh -huh. a vodka soda out of a vase. That's so... not weird at all. It's actually vase water is it's what that vase, is. Yeah. Is your wife in comedy, said Diane? Um, my wife is not in comedy. Um, she's a, a normal, real person who has a good job in IT. Or not IT, but she works in the tech field uh, for a tech firm. And so, yeah, uh, 
I don't like, do you, you wake up early and you do the show. Yeah. Um, so I like to, when I get home from the road, I like to sleep. And sometimes I feel so lazy because like mm-hmm. she's gotten up and like she'll work out at 6 a.m. and then she's working all day and I'm like having coffee at 11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. No, this is the only reason I wake up and like shower as mm-hmm. a person. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, yeah, I wouldn't otherwise. So, but then I go back to bed. Then you go, okay. So you take naps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm a big so nap girl. Yeah. That's, um, uh, Whitney added, but Nicole is funny. Yeah. My wife, Nicole is. But she is funny. We were hanging out. Um, we were in Aspen, Colorado, and it was me, her, and Ryan, Ryan Hamilton. I and, love uh, Ryan, Ryan Hamilton. Is, is, he's so freaking great. He's and, awesome. And um, she, she's like, uh, the MC was like, give it up for so-and-so. And we could just hear, you know, we could hear the MC saying that. Nicole goes, I got to be honest. She's like, I'm not a big fan of giving it up. <laughs> she, she goes, as an audience member, she's like, I, I am not. I don't want to give it up. No. She's like, just bring out the next person. Mm-hmm. And I, she's like, I don't want to keep giving it up. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, when Ryan and I were trying to explain to her the function of that, that like it gets the, the blood movement of the right. crowd, it, right, it has right. a function. And she's like, like no. yeah, I don't like it. No. And so now whenever Nicole and I run into Ryan Hamilton, he'll be like, not a fan of giving it up. <laughs> <laughs> now somebody said, do you know so-and-so from... Do you know Travis Thurman? He's a comedian from Phoenix. Travis Thurman. Um, I don't, but I also don't know a whole lot of guys in the local scene there yet, except for um, some of the guys that I've worked with and they've opened for me. But um, I'm sure that Travis is a great guy. Now watch him saying nice things about I was going to say, you're so funny. You don't know him yeah. at all. Yeah, he's like. Like he actually murdered someone yeah. last week. Like, but he's a nice guy. Before that, he was so nice. Yeah, he, he, his name is actually Phil Cosby. And um, <laughs> he's the worst. He's, he's, yeah, I don't know Travis Thurman, but I, I'll get to know him. Uh, look, at, look at how what a people pleaser I am. Yeah, like, you I, are. I will get to know him. Yeah, no, you are. You're so funny. And um, are you, do you ever curse? Because in the clips I saw, I didn't hear you curse at all. Oh, yeah. I, I curse all the time. I didn't see I it mean, in the clips that I saw. I can hang. <laughs> yeah, I can give it up. I, I can I, give it up. Yeah, I can give it up. Mm-hmm. No, I... um. Uh, I, I try to not have my comedy be like super dirty because mm-hmm. I don't know if that's who I am. But I also want I want my like my live shows to be as close to who I really am. Like yeah. we were talking about with just like let your gray hairs out because you want to show people who you really are. I swear, like in my daily life, I swear a lot. Or if, yeah. if something is exclamatory, I want to you know like I'll I'll say the f word or whatever. So I say that on stage. But I, it's funny, like now that I've, I've been allowed, because for years I didn't let myself swear on stage. Okay. And now that I do, I still have people come up and they're like, your show was so clean. Thank oh, yeah. You. And I'm like, I'm like, I said the F word like yeah. six times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. And- my girlfriends would come to the show mm-hmm. and they'd say, I'm a little nervous because my mom's coming. And, you know, she's, and yeah. I, I think I used to curse a lot more when I was a younger comic. And mm-hmm. uh, now that I've gotten old, I like uh, peppered. It's peppered. It's a seasoning. It's a seasoning. It's a seasoning. And it's- a couple of times my girlfriends would come to the show and I'd say, oh, did your mom have a good time? They're like, oh, my God. She loved it. After the show, she was like, oh, my God, that was so funny. Uh-huh. She was like, oh, I'm glad you liked it. I wasn't sure because sometimes Dina cursed. She's like, she did not curse. Like, no, she did. She cursed the whole time. No, she did it. Don't you say that about my Dina. It was so funny. You filthy animal. I was like, she's amazing. And I was like, moms love me. Mom, so it's funny. We, yeah, you and I are both comedians that moms love. Yeah. But yeah, we're we're like um uh Jif peanut butter. Choosy moms choose. <laughs> I love Jif yeah. peanut butter. What's your peanut butter? Um, okay. Do you so, have a hard line on peanut butter? Because I do, and um, I need to know your answer. So I wouldn't have, 
I would have not thought that I'd be a skippy, crunchy person. You can't be. I, yeah. You, oh God, no. our friendship Don't is over. Don't say that. No, but um, the packaging on Skippy Crunchy <laughs> no. is, I really like it. What? And um, and I, the other day, uh, my wife was Sh- like, she's like, Bert, give me of- your phone. I want to see the packaging. On she, Skippy she was Crunchy. like, she's like, what? Um, uh, by the way, hi, Lori in Omaha, my friend. Um, she said, I'm so she's proud of you. She's a psychic? She is a psychic. Yeah. And she is good. Lori, yeah, can we is- ask you some questions? Yeah. She never had a psychic on this show. What? Just sometimes we just do this no, just nobody, can hear. nobody can hear. what did you say um oh thank you whitney um crunchy jiff is what brit says um, crunchy G- i can't why yes yeah, okay Skippy. listen so i just i don't know what it is but i love this i love this packaging can you show it to yeah. the, the people yeah but i love the packaging of it and it's the fact that it's called super chunk is something okay. that i really love okay I, I love that they didn't say like extra crunchy it's called super super chunk and i i love that so much oh that's funny to to just get an image of it you had to crop all i do i had to do like i had to do like the whole whole Um, thing okay okay all right so you're in love i like this with this that's what i love and the fact that it's called super chunk and i don't know if like so i eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich almost every single day you do I, i always wonder why i have like a double chin and it's because i put like a new york deli um spackling you know you know when they do the um the cream cheese for bagels they they use like an actual spackling knife that's what i do for peanut butter and i just okay let's just get this out of the way because we we seem to be at a crossroads i know because (laughs) i'm a solid jiff girl you're a jiff i wonder if we did a taste test if you'd be able to tell the difference between jiff and skippy all right, I would. I am totally open to that, but I will. I, Brooke, go to the store and get some Skippy, please, for me, and some is there Skippy a store Crunchy. Near here? Yeah, there's. We have stores here in New oh. Jersey. Yeah. We have a couple. You go to the store. <laughs> Can, we don't have Skip. I need you to pick up Skippy regular and Skippy extra crunchy chunky. Super chunk. Stat. Pretend we're in a hospital. Yeah. And this is an emergency, rather than stare at me. I will say that she's not moving at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My purse is by the door. She's not, she doesn't. She's not. She, oh, now she's moving. All yeah. Right. She's, it's, so this is her moving quickly. What? Yeah, you can use this as a reference. It <laughs> says Skippy and it says extra chunky on it. I just We're going to do a taste test. I love that. Like, yeah, I've battled with my weight gain and weight loss, and I like that it's called Super Chunk. I think that. Oh. <laughs> now, listen, somebody just brought up Peter Pan, and I won't have it. Yeah, I, I would say that in general, I don't know if it's the amount of green on the logo, but I just. For some reason, green makes me think of bacteria, and so I don't choose Peter Pan. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I've never um, had Peter Pan. Yeah. I can't do it. I like that it's blue. I'm not against your GIF. I've I've probably I've consumed Feels copious like amounts of GIF in my life. Brooke, pick up GIF Chunky too. So skip GIF Chunky, Skippy Chunky, and Skippy Regular. This We're is gonna, gonna do a taste. You know what this today. is gonna be like? This is gonna be like. Um, uh, you know how like like Coors Light? I mm-hmm. went to the Coors Light factory, okay. and they, um, uh, which I love Coors Light, in uh, in Golden, Colorado, and they're like, "Hey, this is the, the mash tin where we do Coors Light." And the guy goes, "And now," and he takes like two steps over. He goes, "Now I'm going to show you the mash tin where we do Natty's Ice." And um, and I was, and he's like, "The joke is, it's the same beer." 
And I was like, what? And I'm like, Coors Light is just Natty's Ice. And he goes, yeah, until a few years ago, it was a different beer, but we realized it costs so much money. And now we just put the same beer in different packaging. And Are so, you supposed to tell everybody? I don't know. I mean, this guy told us on the I tour. I feel like you just gave if, away a big secret. Yeah. It, it, it's a, I mean. We I had know. one funny mother don't stand behind any of the comments that he just made about Coors Light. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, That we, was our legal disclaimer. Oh, yeah. We don't. By the way, I have ring cams too. And so it's constantly coming up. Yesterday, I was I was such a nag to my wife. I messaged her and I go, um, uh, and I, I go, um, uh, I messaged her and I was like, hey, did you take the dog out yet? And it was 10 a.m. her time. And she's like, oh, I hate that we have ring cams. And you know that I ha- the dog hasn't peed oh, yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I So my mom, so we have mm-hmm. a shore house. Mm-hmm. My mom says, I'm going to have some friends over at the shore, right? So I was like, fine. So she calls her mm-hmm. girlfriends. They dance around the kitchen with vegetables. It's uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. Well, one time I call her and uh, we're talking and I hear a man in the back. No, my dad passed two years ago. Oh. And we've been saying, eh, what are you doing over there, right? I hear a man. I said, who's okay. who that? Yeah. Who that? Who that? She said, nobody, don't worry about it. And Because she said, tell John to come in here. I said, who, who's, who's John? John? She goes, oh, I met Joanne. I said, no, you specifically said John. Who's John? Nobody, don't worry about it. Now I have a ring doorbell on the mm. front door. I said, don't you? I look it up. No man came in the front door. I went back 24 hours. But I got a back door. I said, you got some kind of honey door oh, in the back had, where you bring in the honeys in? She had a gentleman caller, she a gentleman had, suitor. Well, it turns out it was my, according to her, my my aunt's boyfriend. Okay. All but right. either way, they snuck a honey in yeah, that's, or through the back door so I wouldn't see him on the ring doorbell. Isn't that so funny that like, like you're, mm-hmm. that like in your life you probably like snuck in the back door a few times to like sneak out and hang out with guys and now your mom and now like i'm sneaking. following my mom around yeah now your yes. mom is being snuck in mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. i my wife and i we love to use the ring cam um because there's a, a thing where you can you can hit speak and you can so like yeah, yeah. like i'll i'll be walking up to the front door and she'll get that ring tank it makes this like jingly almost yeah, like yeah. a chandelier yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. A, a sound or like like a wind chime and um and i'll like like she'll hear that and just go. She'll go right in there and to the speaker, and she'll be like, "Hey, Pete." <laughs> <laughs> it's so and funny. it's off-putting because you're like in a different zone when you're coming in. You have bags and stuff, and all of a sudden people are talking to you. Yeah, yeah. The um, I had a I had an intercom. It was we were talking about Mark Riccadonna, and I mm-hmm. shot a video. Another funny comment. with him. Um, where uh, Mark was coming to my place. This was like in the, at the start of internet videos. And Mark would come to my buzzer. And you know how in New York they had the intercom system, you know, like, hello, hey, it's me, Mark. Okay, I'll let you up. And, um, but um, when Mark would come to my house, I, and like, I, I, I was on like a popular street where there are a lot of people coming by. And I would, Mark would be like, hey, it's me, Mark. And then I would go on the intercom and be like, this man is trying to break into my apartment building. He's trying to rob me. This man, this man is a bad man. He just got out of jail. And Mark's like, uh, Please, just, uh, please, please let me in. And, uh, and I, I, I love it. He's yeah. the best. He's the nicest guy ever. So that would very much. Upset it was him. so funny. And th- so I made a video where I, I aimed a camera down my fire escape. And so it got his reaction. Of, and then I got a camera of me doing it. And uh, it was one of my first like viral videos. That's that so I funny. It was, with, it was with Mark Riccadonna. I, I love call. it. Did Mark tell you that we made a sex tape together? 
Oh wow! Boom! Oh my god! Yeah, just threw that down. And you're you're worried that your mom has a guy yeah, on the wing camp? Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny. It's on YouTube somewhere. It's so old. It was one of the first videos we made. But yeah, it was very funny. So it was like a comedy sex. It was day. a comedy sex. Yeah, yes. We, we, yes. we were Nobody's really doing it, but it was, excited. Yeah, it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. I said to my husband at the time, I was like, no, 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 no. it's just for fun. No, it's just a joke. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so funny. Um, so funny. Somebody, just Jen said, good to see you live here, Pete. My goal is to see you again in person. Oh, well, thank you, Just Jen. I appreciate that. Where, Just Jen, what city are you in? Um, where can I go? Uh, Pete, my friends bought me tickets to your show in Fort Wayne, Indiana for my birthday. Best gift ever. Wow. So I've been doing... Um, I've been doing this thing on stage where I ask the crowd what their drama is. And that's like, that um, just like, uh, what drama do you have in your life? Like, do you have, um, like divorce, yeah, divorce or family kids drama. are making you crazy. Yeah. And Fort Wayne, I have never had, most crowds are like, oh my God, my friend Nancy is a lot, you know, or, or whatever. <laughs> or, um, uh, it, it'll be something like my coworker farts a lot or, you know, something like that. And in Fort Wayne, I had two people that were like, yeah, my dad shot me. <laughs> like, it was the, the, there was this lady that she goes, um, she goes, yeah, my dad shot me. And I was like, oh my God, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, you know, it was, it was like a surface wound and whatever. And I go, who are you here with? She's like, my dad. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. So that'll be a clip that's coming out soon. Uh, but that was Fort Wayne. Did, was, did she say why did it? So they made up. Was, I mean, do yeah, you make up when people? It wasn't shoot you? like he was. Deli- it was like a cl- a gun cleaning thing, and then it like shot. It like shot okay. through. Okay, Pete. I'm gonna be honest. You seem nice. I know. And other than the peanut butter situation, which I'm hoping to settle before you I leave, hope so yeah. That I feel like we could be friends. But if you shot me, mm-hmm. that would probably ruin some. Yeah, some we're not gonna be friends if I shoot us. you. Yeah. Even if it's by accident. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, when your friends like do crappy stuff to you, you'd be like, you were supposed to pick me up. Like that's, you know, you'd be like, remember when you were supposed to pick me up, you didn't pick me up. Yeah. Like, that. But like, if you shot me, if I shot you. that would be like an extra level. Friend- I'd be like, don't you remember when you shot me? Friendship over. That Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going um, <laughs> to, I'm going to shoot you and then I, I'm, I'm going to shoot you and then I'm going to serve you toast with a uh, Skippy peanut butter on it. <laughs> and it's just going to, it's going <laughs> to. But could you imagine if you did shoot somebody for the rest of your life, you could call in every favor. You be like, remember when you shot me? Then? Yeah, remember. But you remember when you shot me? Oh, but you you shot me. But you did and, shoot but me. You did so. shoot me. That, right. that is so funny. Hello from Menominee, <laughs> Wisconsin. All right. Mooney said, it, but it was an accident. That's different. Yeah, but it was totally an accident. Different. Well, apparently he was like cleaning his gun. Which there's always those. Um, like uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. I, I own a gun. I live in Arizona. I, uh, whatever. That's it. you. Like literally, get your driver's license, and they're like, "Here's, Here's a gun. gun. <laughs> Here's a gun." Here's but a gun. I clean my gun, and it's the the easiest thing in the world is to make sure that there's not one in the chamber, and you're and and it's empty. And there's always gun cleaning accidents. And when you learn, yeah. like when you watch the YouTube on um on how That's to clean how- a gun they're like they're like a lot of people get shot doing this and <laughs> i don't understand how uh, how that's possible. Oh, I, I don't under- let me just say now i i don't have a gun. But if i had one it would be very dirty. Maybe. Like it would be, and I would tell people, I'd be like, "This is a very dirty gun, which makes it probably even more dangerous." So you would have. The, I'm not going to clean it. You would have the dirty gun podcast. <laughs> I would be like, "I'm not cleaning it because yeah. I didn't buy this to kill myself. 
I, if you come in my house, I'm going to get my dirty gun out and yeah. someone's getting shot. Yeah. You're... It will never be clean. <laughs> it, ever. Well, you have to clean your gun because no, that's how it don't. jams and that's how you get like. A and fight. I will throw it at you. Yeah. I will never clean the gun. It will be very dead. And then when I shoot you, because I will, uh-huh. then I'll be like, and that was with a dirty bullet and you'll probably get an infection. Yeah. Then, oh, you're going to get an infection no. from a dirty bullet. You think that uh-huh. that bullet was bad. Wait till you kept to be on an antibiotic. It's like a poison soaked dart, but you just have you have rusty bullets. That That's you right. People. Now you oh, should that, be scared. That's so funny. Um, what, uh, what's yep. the difference between vegan Molly and a Karen's Karen's? No, they're bad people. What? Sometimes they're not full sentences. Sometimes people are drunk. Yeah, I think you. I don't think I that think was a full. Try again, alien believer. Yeah, oh, um, wait till you get the sepsis. Oh, sepsis from the getting shot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate from that. a dirty gun. You think clean guns are dangerous? Wait until yeah. <laughs> Did he die from being shot? No, no, from the infection. By the way, I just saw that her name dirty is bullet. Tara, and I wanted to go. I wanted to ask her like, hey, is it Tara or Tara? But they're spelled the same, and there's no way that she can. Just- I don't think there are a lot of Taras. I think you Tara. should always lean into a Tara, a Tara, unless somebody tells you it's it's a hard A. Yeah, I think you. Or yeah. it's a soft A. A soft is that A. R. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I feel like we have a tongue depressor. It's a, it's uh, uh, a- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you would. How would you? I don't it's know. It's not a soft A and it's not a hard A. Yeah, I don't. It's a, it's yeah. a RA. Uh, Tara, maybe you can sell this for us. <laughs> it's am, I, like, am I really coming to Cincinnati? I'm going to Go Bananas Comedy Club, but they don't have it up on their site. And so I can't. So are you going? Because it going. sounds like you're I, not. I am going. I'm going to be there yes. this spring. Um, Tara is very Cali or England. Tara. Oh, Tara. Oh, Tara. Tara. Yeah. Um, Michael Mullaney, mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, John's dad. Uh, <laughs> this is Are you me. kidding? No, I'm kidding. I'm totally oh. kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's funny. It's it's called an R-controlled A. An R-controlled A? By the way, I'm just reading anything off of here. And <laughs> this is almost Whether like, it makes sense. No, she read too. It's R-controlled. This, is that a word? I don't... R-controlled... Is that yeah? Is that a term that uh, that Tara smart can people be, know are controlled? Because no one ever said that when I was in grammar school. There's the hard A, A, mm-hmm. soft A, A, uh, mm-hmm. and a R controlled A. Yeah, somebody said somebody says Adina needs a moderator on here. Yeah, they keep telling me that, but I don't know how to do that. Oh, is like, like I think I I feel like I should be like make Alejandra the moderator. So yeah. like if I if I hold it down. Right, but uh-huh. it doesn't say make her moderator. But what would a moderator do? Oh, add moderator. Oh. It does it says it right there? Um, so are you gonna make? So she's the Alejandra she's the, mo- the moderator. She's the now? moderator now. Now right. I have no idea what that means. You know how do you get that off? The Alejandra, good luck. I feel like we're FaceTiming with our parents right now. Like, <laughs> you- we are. We're like, honey, how do you do this? Alejandra knows things. Yeah. She's like the person that knows. Alejandra knows. Yeah. Okay. So thank so. you for being. Thank you for moderating. On my TikTok. Yeah, you need a moderator too. Okay. Somebody said, when you come into the burr. Oh, Pittsburgh? I'm going to be there uh, next fall. I I already got the date, but I don't have it up on my website yet. Because if they, um, oh, the moderator helps with trolls. Yeah, so people that say like inappropriate things. Oh, yeah, yeah. There there are people that say mean things online. Mm -hmm. That's new. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's been around forever yeah the, come back to pittsburgh hey the, the berg is really in the they've entered the chat 
By the way, um, the the most TikTok live stuff that I watch mm -hmm. is car chases. It'll, it'll literally be just like somebody in LA that will point their phone at KTLA and it'll be like a live car chase. And it'll, I'll be like in the middle of the night and I'm like, I'm in. I'm in for the whole thing. <laughs> and the little number on the corner, uh -huh. like right now, it says like, like you have like 3,000, uh -huh. I have, I have 2,000. It'll be like 1 million people yeah, that yeah, are just yeah. watching this KTLA mm -hmm. car chase. <laughs> and um, I remember, uh, like, cause my wife will be like, what time did you go to bed last night? Well, and I'm like, I'm the like car chase in the lasted morning until three. So. Yeah. And she's like, you just, she's like, you affected tomorrow's sleeping in mm -hmm. because you had to watch the end of, I was like, yeah, I had to get to the end of the car chase. I, it was, it was like really live. And I wanted to know if they got this guy and they finally got him. He ran into a, a person's home. And then, um, this is like the true car chase. This guy ran into a home, but then the people were armed and then they like, chased him out with a dirty like, gun with it. They were shooting at him with a dirty gun. <laughs> but then, and then he stole a neighbor's car. This, this guy stole like four cars during this car chase. I was like, I went from being like, they need to catch this guy to being like, man, I'm rooting for this. Oh no, like go, like, go. Like, you can do it. One I, more car. Yeah. I just want this guy to get away. And then he, um, he ended up, uh, ending the car chase. Uh, it was, he crashed into a, a gas station. And somehow, you know, did it blow up like in the movies? That's what I wanted. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's what the movie that's says what, is supposed to happen. I wanted it to be Die Hard at the 76 station, but it just like there wasn't even leaky gas. Oh, I don't know that's what, ridiculous. Yeah, it was a disappointment. But. So I like to lie. Mm -hmm. And so I was in the car once with my girlfriend, Missy, and uh, we had gone to this thing in Philadelphia. We get back in the car. Now we were, so I have another show called Tipsy Tuesday and uh -huh. we were supposed to be going live on Tipsy Tuesday, but we had to get home. That's not happening. The car's not starting. <laughs> and I don't know what's wrong with the car. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with the car. We check everything mm -hmm. and it becomes very clear that I don't have gas in the car. And I can't say that now because that's rude, uh, not responsible at all. So uh -huh. I can't say that because uh -huh. that's not acceptable. So I don't know what she – and so she looks at me with like the most – like I trust everything. You say, so what is it? Uh -huh. And I was like, I – because we were pushing all – it was a new car. I didn't know how it worked. So mm -hmm. we were pushing all the buttons and there was a button that had the letter P on it. I go, did you push this button? Uh -huh. She goes, which one? I go, the one with the P on it. She goes, yeah, I think I did. And I go, that's it. You purged the gas. And she was like, what? I go, you purged it. When you push that, it lets all the gas out of the car. She goes, why, why would I do that? I go, I don't know. I didn't tell you to push the button. She goes, but why would it do? My car doesn't do that. I go, yeah, I don't know. It's a new car. It's fancy. She goes, but why would a car purge the gas? I go, you know how like in movies when there's a car accident and then like, they're like, oh, we're going to blow up because of the gas. Well, this gets rid of the gas. So you won't blow up. And she was like, I've never, I have to see if I have this in my car. I had her going for the longest that time. That is so funny that the, and then, so you had her going that the parking brake was purged the gas. Thank you. That's I so did. funny. Because I just didn't want to be seen as irresponsible. I'd rather be a liar with a good imagination. I got to be honest than, with you. There was a point when you were saying that where mm -hmm. like, uh, and I know we're both comedians and you're a very, very funny comedian, but I was like, I wonder if that purchases the gas. <laughs> you're like, do I have that in my car? I just have an update. Oh, dude, I, well, cause you know how in like, uh, in like old movies where there was a car chase, like Smokey and the Bandit, yes. you could like press a button and do an oil slip. Yes. And then all of a sudden the cop that was chasing you would, you know, would uh, skid out. I was like, maybe there's a purge. Yeah. Uh, there's a purge thing. Yeah. Uh, Robin. Oh, hi. Hi. How are you, friend? It's good to see you. Um, wait, is, is that Robin, uh, the college agent that I've known for a long time? 
Um, uh, I quit watching after the house incident. He jumped in their truck. See. I was, I was like, like, this, no, is, this fake. is fake. See, uh, they're saying, I think some of those. Oh, some of those are fake and mm-hmm. I lose sleep over it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the peanut butter is here, by the way. Um, the football. Are you guys I- setting it up so we'll be able to do it? So it's we're going to test both of the smooth and then both of the chunkies. Can I make a... Re- so you're going to need to know which ones are which. Can I make a request? I'm almost out of my yeah. liquid death water. and so Did you want more- a vase full oh, of lemonade? I want a full... So that's just lemonade. That's not like It's a- lemonade and water. And okay. Ice. And that helps Good with for your the kidneys. kidneys. Yeah, you've been drinking a lot. Let me get you a vase. All right. <laughs> I don't know if I have another vase. Oh, I'll get you the glass. That's so funny. I'm... Oh, my God. This is like a vase. Oh, my God. It's only for special occasions. If you're just tuning in, I'm Dina Blizzard, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm here uh, on the One Funny Morning Show, and um, I, if you don't recognize me, it's because I'm letting my grays out. <laughs> I'm letting my grays and my whiskers out. I normally, I normally do a mustache wax, but this is what I look like now so how did i meet my wife um so my friend pat is um he's the ceo of the company taser like you know like like <laughs> and um i was like saying taser, like taser somebody? T- taser somebody yeah and um so he i was single and he brought um uh, him and his fiance brought my now wife Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> cheers! Hey, cheers! We we look like we have regular glasses, but we're tiny people. <laughs> How do I even tip this back? <laughs> you can't. It's all all that ice can mm. smack you in the face. Oh, this is refreshing. Um, so they brought her to a comedy show, and my wife now I know that she was pretty hammered that night, and. <laughs> Um, my opening act, um, he came, like, he had this whole thing about his girlfriend. And then I walked up to her and I was like, hey, I'm Pete. You know, I heard you're single and I'm single. And she goes, no, nah, you have a girlfriend. And I was like, yeah, that was my opening act. I'm like, do you not even remember <laughs> that, that I do comedy and I was on stage? And she's like, I know you. And then um, I, I was nervous when I met her. And I was like, hey, do you want to do a shot? And she's like, oh, I love drinking. It's like my favorite thing. And in my head, I'm like, is that a red flag? Or like... <laughs> Or is this a girl that I can hang with? Or is this it? This is a love connection. And then I've never done this in my life, but I just like asked her if I could kiss her like pretty right away. And, uh, and then we kissed and it was insane and it was electric and, uh, yeah. And then, um, we hung out and then we kind of like dated and texted for a while. I think the peanut butters are here. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. Michelle has. Don't look at anything. You're going to have. Okay. So wait, tell me which one's which. Yeah, you can't. You can't know which one's which. So we should right. take a spoon. Okay, so we don't look at them. No, don't, don't, don't look, look at them. Inside. We won't look at them. So we have oh, three different. Okay, oh. so why don't we? Okay. I thought we were gonna see. That. Oh, That's why. I'm not supposed to look at it because I. Because you're so it's, it's a it's a blind taste test. Oh, unless you want to be blindfolded. So don't look at it. it. Okay. Right, so this is the first one. <laughs> this is chunky, of some kind. Mm-hmm. Can you get a plate? We can put these on, or we'll just stick them back in there. Okay. That's good. All right. I still don't like, I would think I would like the chunky in a sandwich. Oh, I love it. I love the chunky. In this a is sexy producer Michelle, by the way. 
She's not usually on camera. There she is. I, you, yeah. She showered today, I think. I mean, she is. <laughs> she's in the same outfit as yesterday. I have, I have a wife, and I don't notice those kinds of things. What kinds of things? No, she's sexy, but um, What's her, just she's her sexy. She is. Yeah. But she's wearing the same outfit as yesterday, but she had this whole reason that she, she didn't start wearing the outfit till 4 o'clock. So, you know, you know when that happens when you have like a four o'clock outfit, but mm-hmm. then you're like, I didn't really wear it that long. I should be able to wear it the next day. Mm-hmm. So then she came out and she was like, I know this looks exactly like the outfit I had on yesterday, but it was a four o'clock outfit. And I was like, nobody cares. You're still gross. This is totally like, like that's a conversation that a best friend would have with, with somebody on a rom-com. You know, like, oh, yeah. this is my four o'clock outfit. Be, <laughs> that would be the like quirky friend. All right, this is good. Thing. Yeah. I'm not a big chunky. Wait, I need to put you on the right internet. Pete Lee's people stay here for one second because you're glitching it's out. pausing and repeating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's right over there. Look at me all up in your phone. Um, living room. I'm going to tell everybody your password. <laughs> you can get into all my bank accounts now. Yeah. All right. Where'd your tip pack go? <laughs> All right, I there you go. I, could make I fixed up, but it. Was, it. It would be embarrassing. All right, here we go. Here's the second one. All right, you're not supposed to eat the whole thing. You're not gonna. Oh, okay. Well, eat dinner. Oh yeah. All right. So yeah. these are. This is the first. This was the first chunky. This is the second chunky. Hmm. Oh, I am not supposed to eat the whole thing. <laughs> oh, you know what's funny is that there, there is a distinct. There is a distinct. There is a between, difference between these two. I have a favorite. Does this one feel like it has less sugar than that one? That one I don't want to tell you my answers, Pete. I will not reveal until I tell you which one is your favorite. So, you know, are you going with the first one or the second one? Which one's your favorite? Mm. Oh, God. We're getting to the bottom of this peanut butter situation. You know what's funny is that I don't want to say the wrong thing because, like, I like I have a weird thing right now, ego-wise, where I don't want you to be right. <laughs> But um, one of them is definitely sweeter. Can I can I go back to the well and taste this one? Yeah, again? but I don't know which one. Oh, that's your spoon because you eat the whole spoon, thing. Yeah, I, I know. Oh. Yeah, but these are the crunch. There should be two crunchies and two. There's three crunchies. Oh, I didn't know that. She added a Peter Pan. I bet she added a Peter Pan. Oh, I bet you. I bet you added a Peter Pan. Oh God. I don't like number two at all. You don't like number two at all. Do you? It's too, um, it almost tastes like roasted peanuts. Yeah, I don't like it. There's not enough sugar. I think I, so right, I didn't I like know we got a third better. one. Yeah, number one's winning. If you're just tuning in, <laughs> we're doing a blind taste test. If you're just tuning in, this is Pete Lee. He's very butter. funny. Mm-hmm. Very funny comedian. He's performing at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. He's going to be there tonight, Saturday night. So if you're mm-hmm. local, you can catch him. Mm-hmm. But he travels all over. So check out his website. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are getting to the bottom of a very important debate about peanut butter. About peanut butter. So there I like- should be another creamy one. Oh, we didn't get another. So I can't decide. Mm. This one almost seems like the middle ground between these two. It is. Because this one tastes a little too roasted. No, that one's the better one of the crunchy ones. The first one. Nick says be more empathetic is the guy's name. He says that you listen to my stand-up comedy every night. I'm so likable. Thank you. All right. I appreciate that. I agree with that. Isn't uh, it funny how, like, you can look at – I don't know if you're like this, but mm-hmm. uh, I remember when I started doing stand-up. And I, I remember the first time I did stand-up mm-hmm. ever. I thought I was going to throw up the whole thing. Mm. 
And I came off stage. I had never done stand up in my whole life. And I really just wanted to be funny. Mm -hmm. But I came off stage and somebody came up to me and they were like, oh my gosh, you are so comfortable on stage. You're so likable. And I went on and on and on. And and I was like, okay. He's like, I'm telling you, if that's your first time up, you're so, you're so good. It's like you were telling a story. You're so likable. It's going to be great. And I go, yeah. Was it funny? Because I was shooting for funny. He was like, no, not at all. Uh, but you're just so comfortable and say you'll get funny. Yeah. But that you can't teach somebody, right? You're just super mm. likable, whatever. And I never understood what that meant until I was working in Vegas. So I was working in Vegas one night. And, you know, I would go the night before. So I'd see the show before mm-hmm. me. And so there was a guy up there who I loved. And, and I was sitting in the back. And he was so funny and so likable. And I and I was like, I gotta meet him, but mm-hmm. like we're not on the same show, so he doesn't know me. Uh, so he doesn't know I'm a comic, right? So I was like, oh, I'm gonna go up and I was like, I'm like, but I but being in the back of the room, I was like, I, I'm gonna be friends with him. He doesn't know yet, but we're mm-hmm. gonna be friends. And we ended up working together for like six years on and off. Um, but I was like, I get it. Like I get it's hard to see you, it in yourself, so I guess. So you saw that quality in him that he was pretty calm on stage and like like he and Wait, who is the comedian? So I can't remember his name because it's been ten years since I've seen him. But he's a he's a juggling act. Um, he was playing, um, he was in the rotation with Bob Kephart, so he was at the um, Comedy Stop. But he would juggle. He did the balls. He did this thing. Uh, so he's a variety act. But he was funny. It wasn't Chris Bliss, was it? Because no. he used to juggle. He did the. Um, no, I can't remember his name, but we would work together all the time. We were working in Atlantic City, and he needed a ride. Um, he was like, oh, the train, it did whatever. And he goes, it's just, I'm all jammed up. I don't have to get to the airport. And I said, well, if you want, you can come stay at my house because yeah. I'm like close to the airport. I can bring you tomorrow. Oh He's like, God. I don't want to put you out. I was like, it's fine. I said, you can come. I said, but. I will need you to perform tomorrow morning at my son's school before you leave because he's in first grade and he would think your juggling's amazing. He was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, don't curse though. And so like all the other moms were like good moms and making brownies. And I was like, bitch, I'm going to bring a juggler. And so he came in the next day and I was like, listen, I know it's super weird, but they're kindergartners. They'll love it. And he went in and he was like tattooed up and like long Mm -hmm. hair. I was like, put your hair in a hat or something. Look normal. And he was great. He was like, don't ever tell anybody I did this. Oh, that's so funny. By the way, so when your great. mom had that random man in her place, she uh-huh. should have been like, he's a juggler. <laughs> <laughs> he's a juggler. It's fine. I, I picked him up last night. Yeah, he's yeah, staying at the this house. Is, this is totally normal. Yeah. So Wait, we funny. have one more peanut butter. Right? I know, but this is, oh, this is smooth peanut butter. I, I, I just had a burp. Mine. All right. I did the lemonade. A, Thank you for right, turning yeah, your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Pete, I saw you in Lake Forest. You're hilarious. Oh, thank you. At the Gorton, you Popeye said I dated a juggler, LMAO. <laughs> I dated a juggler. How does that work out? Like, do you? Does he always try to juggle everything? And and also, yeah, um, uh, I dated a juggler, but he was juggling girlfriends. I don't know why that. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to speak in like a date, <laughs> dateline um, voice. That's your Dateline voice? I don't know. Um, it wasn't good. It wasn't. <laughs> no, I watched a lot of Dateline. And they never sound like that. He was literally always juggling shit. Girls, too. We were both right. Oh, hey, there we go. Yeah, I dated one, too. Never take him to the produce section. Shut up. There should be a whole book on dating jugglers. Be like, Ugh. This is funny. I've never heard of anybody saying that i mean because jugglers are out there and they have to they have to <laughs> they're out there they have to date somebody can i tell you mm-hmm. so i got divorced a year and a half ago hey congratulations um, okay and uh at some point i had to get on the dating apps mm-hmm. not have you ever been on dating apps before you're mm-hmm. okay yep did you ever see 
comedians. I mean, there's not a lot of us, but there's a ton of male comics. Mm-hmm. And I would see them on the app and I was like, hell no, swipe. Yeah, red flag. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so funny because I remember seeing them on the app and I'm like, he looks normal here. Mm-hmm. Like on this profile, he looks normal. Yeah, he's passable for a non-psychopath. Exactly. I'm like, I know him and all... he's a complete nut job. Yeah, you're, um, oh my God. That... It was very funny. But you never saw any female comics on the app? Um, there were a couple times where I saw female comics and- I would run into them like out at the cellar or wherever, and I'd be like, like I remember Rachel uh, Feinstein or okay, Feinstein. yeah, I, I don't know which one. Um, she's a you know she's a real looker and a great comic, whatever. And this was before she started dating her husband Pete, okay. who's a great guy, and I love Pete. But she apparently was on the apps and she was looking for a Pete, and uh, <laughs> and I and you I saw up. her on the apps, and I, I was like, hey Rachel, I you know I was like. I was like, I saw you on the app, and I, I was like, I didn't swipe on you because, like, we're we're friends and and whatever, and I didn't want to make it weird, uh, but I want to let you know you're swipe worthy. <laughs> you know, like, oh, that was so nice. And she's she's like, I saw you too, and I didn't swipe, and I want you to know you're swipe worthy. Oh, so, that's um, so nice. By the way, this this whatever the smooth peanut butter is really good. Is um, it? Yeah, I, maybe I don't. I've had too many peanut butters now, and I think I've lost the ability. Somebody maybe. just said, "Has Pete seen Dateline?" That's what. Have they I just seen said. Dateline? <laughs> I've been on it. Um, I don't know. You know the parts where they'll be like, uh, they'll be doing like an expose on a guy and Mm -hmm. like they, they were dating and everything was going well. And then it took a turn. Like that's not at all. No, that's not. Actually, I would like it to be the voice because now I'd be like, what, why is he talking like that? That would make murder so much crazier. I also can't uh, not have a Wisconsin accent. So it's not like on Dateline, they're like, okay. And then they were dating and it took a turn. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. If just for like one episode, they're like, tonight's episode will be narrated by a Wisconsin. Oh, can I tell you? A Wisconsinite? Wisconsinite. Can I tell you about one yes. of the drama clips that I yes. have coming up on my social media? Yeah. So I was in Wisconsin and okay. people are so sweet. And this gal, she goes, um, uh, so I'm like, hey, does anybody hear any drama? And it was the it was the Friday, the it was the day after Thanksgiving. And this Wisconsin gal goes, Ah, yeah, I kinda she's like, Oh wait, I gotta okay, blow it. There's a lot. Um, Why don't you drink some lemonade? Yeah, to yeah, even I don't know. it out. The peanut I don't butter know. is given. It's making Is that me what gassy. it is? Okay. But um the this this gal she goes uh, uh, she she's like yeah so I was dating this guy for fifteen years and it was you know not so good and so I dumped him the day before Thanksgiving but then I felt bad that he's going to be alone on Thanksgiving so I invited him to Thanksgiving then, <laughs> yeah well, that and, took a turn yeah and she goes she goes so you know it was Thanksgiving and he was you know not so good that day and so as a family we had a meeting. And we locked him in the shed. <laughs> I was like, "You locked him in the shed?" And um, I was like, "Is?" And I was like, "I have a follow-up question: Is he still in the shed?" Yeah. And the lady's like, "Nah, we let him out." And they made an agreement that if he got on a Greyhound bus to Ohio, they'd let him out of the shed. And <sighs> the, she said all of this like it was so normal. <laughs> But it was that? in her Wisconsin accent. So what did you do when you shot this? You said you made it a show? No, this was... Oh, this um, was one of your drama one of things. The, uh, when I asked the crowd what their drama was. That, that's, that's a clip so I have crazy. from Milwaukee soon. But, that's uh, so crazy. Yeah, I was like, am I an accessory to a crime? I think you might be. Um, by the way, I want to I want to scroll. I, I wonder if people are saying that my uh, Dateline thing was terrible. Um, 
Do you ever read a room and change course or just give it to them? Full Pete all the time. Oh, um, I, I am always reading the room. I'm always changing. Like, like, uh, my wife said, uh, she came to a show where I was doing a guest set, uh, for Sam Morell. And, um, and you know, I was going up early on the show where she usually sees me headline and, um, the crowd was not warmed up. And then I went up there to a cold crowd and she goes, yeah, she's like, you were, everything was just so fast paced. And I was like, well, yeah, you take what they give you. Like, um, you're going to see a completely different show with a completely different crowd. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, she's like, yeah, you're just going so quick. And I was like, well, yeah, they didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> it goes a lot quicker when they don't like it you. Goes a lot, you're going to see a lot more jokes when mm-hmm. they don't like you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I remember, so I started in Philly. Um, and um, and then I had kind of gone up the ranks. So I was like a headliner in Philly eventually. And I was like, well, now I got to leave. Right? There's yeah. nothing else to learn here. I need to be around people who are better. So I went to New York. But I remember working Gotham, mm-hmm. Chris Mazzilli, and I... In my, and I was keeping track. I'm like, I have 25 minutes. Like I was like, mm-hmm. I was really keeping track of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to New York. Nobody was laughing. Mm-hmm. And so you get nervous. So you start talking faster. And because I had heard all the comics in New York, like mm-hmm. there's a tempo, there's a pace, right? He writes very quickly. I'm, I'm yeah. a, a lot wordier. I'm like stories. My stories are long. But um, I get up there and my 25 minutes turned into like eight. And I was like, what happened to the rest of my set? And they were like, you got rid of all the words you didn't need. Yeah. Uh, and so you do like, as you start to go up and you start, okay, I don't need any of this because um, they hate me. So New York is like, I always say that when you perform in New York and Philly's similar, like the first couple jokes that you do, mm-hmm. they are very willing to let you like sweat it out. Like mm-hmm. they won't give it to you. The crowd can be hot. The mm-hmm. comedian before you can be crushing. Mm-hmm. The crowd is warmed up mm-hmm. and then they start a, a brand new relationship mm-hmm. like, with you. Okay. And, yeah. And they're kind of trying to see if you'll crack or not. Mm-hmm. And they, they have this look on their face like, I'm comfortable if you're uncomfortable. <laughs> and then if you don't crack, they will follow you anywhere. Mm-hmm. But you have to like, just have that moment with them yeah. where you, you don't crack and go like, look, what's wrong with you guys? Run away and cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. There's a, that, do you know, um, Kevin Brennan? I love Kevin Brennan. Kevin Brennan and I, so he books me to play like some, he's like, Dean, it's a crap gig. Mm-hmm. It's an Irish pub in Philadelphia. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm not doing anything. I'll go. Mm-hmm. So I'm featuring, he's headlining. So that MC is up there and they are eating him alive. <laughs> Just and and as a comic, when you're at back in the back of the room, you're watching somebody completely mm-hmm. bomb, completely eat it. You're just like, okay, well, this isn't gonna go well. You're just like, you're just ready, right? Yeah. So and 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 Kevin's watching this, and Kevin just starts pacing. I'm so sorry. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. I'm so and he just keeps apologizing. And I'm like, I'm fine. Like mm-hmm. this is every gig I ever did when I started until I'm fine. Uh-huh. And so, and, but so, but it was so funny. Cause I was like, my kids were little and I definitely had like my mom outfit on. I had like a sensible shirt and comfortable <laughs> shoes on. Like there was nothing about me that screamed, you should be afraid. Yeah. Um, but I knew myself and there was one table of guys that it was really the problem. Mm-hmm. So I went up and I was like, I'm going to give you the opportunity to shut up. This is it. This is your opportunity to shut up. If you don't shut up, you get what you deserve. Whoa. And everybody shut up except for one guy. And I was like, game on. And I, and it's a funny thing is in real, I don't know if you're the same way. In real life, I would never 
say any of that stuff to normal. I would oh. be like everybody else and be like, oh, I should have said that. I should have said, oh, tomorrow I'll have a real good yeah. comeback. But if I'm on stage and it's me or you, I, you don't want to meet that guy. A microphone is like that stuff that they, the truth serum that the, that spies give to the person <laughs> yes. they're interrogating. Yeah. A microphone will just like make the truth come out. Mm. And um, yeah, that, that it's so funny that you did that at that show. That's, you know, the prison rule, like you got to go after the biggest guy on your first day. Oh, yeah, that's so they respect you. I did. That's what you, you did prison rules on that yes, show. Yeah, I did. That's so No, funny. somebody, a jo- a Joseph said, what's your opinion on doing bigger clubs still can interact with the uh, crowd? Polished. Oh, I, it was funny. I was opening for Burt Kreischer on the road in arenas and Bert, I got off stage and Burt goes, were you just doing crowd work in an arena? I which, do. I which love he it. does it all the time as well, mm-hmm. but um i he'd asked me earlier in the day like have you ever played an arena i'm like no this is my first arena and then midway through the set i was just doing crowd work with the arena and um and he's he's like that's kind of ballsy and I, was like, well, <laughs> I don't know favorite. what else to do i mean i mean I, I i do i write a lot of material i do a lot of material but crowd work is just so fun and improv is so fun mm-hmm. to me that i i love to find a fun um mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> tara says any take on matt rife yeah love his jawline <laughs> <laughs> Love his jawline. I um uh, I, I've been friends with Matt for a long time, and like comedians, we're we're all kind of friends with each other. And I know that he that he got in some hot water uh, about a joke, but um I um I like I don't know. I don't think that Matt like I know Matt, and he's really nice to people, and he's really nice to women, and so I just think it was a dumb joke. Uh, and I don't know. That's my take on it. What's the what's the problem with crowd work? Uh, why does Matt Rife get made fun of? I think he's just so famous and so rich so quickly that he become he became a punchline. But he's a nice guy. He's really great. Um, uh, something about why? Oh, so I've been getting this a lot lately, what? and um, people because I do I post crowd work clips, and now it's oh, become I love a, it. I, well, I I love it too, and I think it's fun. I think it's challenging. Um, uh, and also, I post a clip every single day. So for for me to post material every single day. I post almost six hours of stand-up content a year because yeah. I post every day. So that's insane and it's impossible. To keep I, that up, yeah. yeah. I post about 40% uh, material, about 60% crowd work. And now there's all these like young comedians that they're like, they'll be like, yeah, uh, my friend, he's like one of those crowd work comedians. And I'm like, okay, so you're st- you're stuck up. It's like those comics that are too good. They're they're like, oh, uh-huh. nice act out, buddy. And I'm like, it's it's a show. It's a live show. If you're describing something, mm-hmm. you should act it out. Yeah. Um, don't be too cool for a, a type of comedy or a, a tactic yeah. in comedy. Um, there, I won't say this guy's name, but um, I was talking to this guy who's on Saturday Night Live, right? Okay. And um, uh, so Saturday Night Live is on television, and nobody watches television, and they they watch the clips. Uh, on of SNL, I think the clips on SNL get a lot more views. But um, I was in the green room of, of a major comedy club, and this person on SNL goes, "Goes, oh, are you one of those crowd work comedians?" And I, I don't know what got into me, but I, I went on my Instagram and I showed the total amount of views, and I go, I go, I get twelve million views a month, and I go, which is actually like, I don't know. It's like four times the amount of views that the show that you're kind of on mm-hmm. <laughs> gets. Uh-huh. And, um, and every all the other comedians in the green room were like, oh. <laughs> and um, it was it was such a dick move on my part mm-hmm. to say that. But no, I also just am like, I'm like, don't be too cool for crowd work. Yeah. Like, 
I'm I'm so sick of comedians being like too cool for this, too cool yeah. for that. Well, I think that I think the big difference too, because I know I mm-hmm. did it when I started. So I started, you know, trying mm-hmm. to learn to write some mm-hmm. jokes. Uh, but at some point, I was like, I need to learn how to talk to an audience. So yeah. a friend of mine had a a club called coffee.comedy down the shore. And he said, I want you to be my Friday night MC. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I was like, I'm not sure. He goes, you can do whatever you want. And mm-hmm. I said, well, I really want to learn how to talk to an audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you care what I do? He said, I don't care what you do. You just, uh-huh. you just have to be there on Fridays. So I started trying to learn. So I would ask like rhetorical questions. Then I would ask like yes or no. So I try mm-hmm. to control but by the end of the summer, I was kind of good at it. Yeah. And uh, but then I came back to Philly and I started working again. And a couple of comics were like, "Your crowd works really good." I was like, "Thank you." I was really working on it yeah. this summer. They're like, yeah. Do you have any jokes? Oh. And like, were... I went too far. <laughs> like, I enjoyed it so much that I was like, anyway. And he was like, "You have to do jokes." Oh. And I think that that's the thing is that sometimes if people are posting crowd work. And then people will go see them. Uh-huh. They're expecting at some point you're going to do some jokes. Like, they want to hear material. Like actual material that you've cultivated over some time. And I think that that's the thing. I love crowd work. Um, but yeah. I do want to hear like what you said, like what people's perspectives are yeah. when they get there. And that. I material is my favorite thing. I did a, a early, early show last night in at Helium. I didn't do any crowd work until like, um, it was like the last 10 minutes. I was like, oh crap, I got to ask you what your drama is. Cause I need a crowd work clip from this thing. I literally mm-hmm. just told the crowd that. Mm-hmm. And then we got, we got three pieces of drama and it was awesome. And then we moved on. But I like, I love doing a show where it's all material, but then I also, like you said, the, uh, like that summer project you had, one of my favorite things to do is uh, probably one of the shows tonight. I'll, I will, I'll probably do the majority of it crowd work, just mm-hmm. like just messing around improv. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things. I think it's so challenging and I, but I don't, I don't get how comedians, like other comedians are saying that it's like low art. Yeah, I'm no, like, I is, love it. It's one of the most challenging things you can do. And then I, I watch over all my stuff because I'm, I'm watching to get clips and a lot of, a lot of times like a piece of crowd work yeah. or something that I riffed will end up becoming a new bit. Well, it's so funny. So Dean mm-hmm. is doing stand up, mm-hmm. and he, he works at Catch a Rising Star and he, he showed me some clip. He goes, Oh, this happened uh, in like my crowd work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh great. Write that down. And he was like, well, it's, it's done now. And I go, no, it's a joke. That was a funny joke. Take the joke and go write a bit about it. That's a funny joke. And he was like, and he looked so confused. He goes, why would I do that? It's already been done. I go, your whole set's already been done. That's the whole point. The point is we're supposed to do our sets over and over again. I said, but that's a funny joke that you just riffed. Yeah. You're supposed to hone your craft and, and, and dial it. Yeah. You're supposed to dial it, dial it in. Yeah. You're right. Um, Oh, well, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't do crowd work. Um, yeah, I mean, Jerry's also not very fun. <laughs> he's, I, I've met him so many times, and he's like one of my heroes in comedy, and he's never fun. Really? And yeah, I don't. I don't. Maybe you're really good friends with him, but huh. I, I, he's not. Very, I'm not saying that he's a jerk. He's not you know, a jerk. He's, he's just not. Yeah, he's in the shed. Jerry Seinfeld's in the shed. Um, by the way, Jerry Seinfeld is one of my favorite. Um, but Jerry Seinfeld is not funny. Okay, Mike. No, no, you went too far. I'm just joking. <laughs> I do think that Jerry Seinfeld is funny, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. He's just, uh, he's not, he's not funny. Oh, peanut butter. People oh, want to no. know. All right, so we have to um, go to the cup. So we both liked number one. Uh-huh. 
Number two was weird, right? Number nope. three was like in between them. Uh-huh. Um, but we liked number four. It's hard to compare because this is a smooth peanut butter. I gotta be honest, I like I liked the chunky the yeah. chunky sweet one, this definitely has like a ton of added sugar. Yeah. Probably a ton of added salt to balance out the sugar. Mm-hmm. And then they went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. That's what they do to food. I nowadays. like chocolate in it. So I liked the one that probably, probably has the worst for you. Probably isn't food. Um, yeah. um, well, I don't like chunky, but if I like that, if I was going to eat chunky peanut butter, mm-hmm. it would be number one. Store brand. Oh, this is just the store brand one. Whoa. So which is the one you didn't like? Skippy. Oh, this is Skippy is the one I didn't like because it's too burnt. Wow. So this one was in the middle. This is Jeff. That's Jeff. Okay. So maybe you do like Jeff. Maybe I okay, so this is where we're coming together and our friendship is galvanizing. Look, let you do this. Yeah, we can we can hey Taylor Swift hands. Yeah. Look at the hearts. Did you know you can do that? Wait, does it yeah, do you it for do. Me? It'll do it for you. It's what? It, no, you know what? It like, your t- oh. There it is. <laughs> there we go. I love that. Oh my god. Yes, <sighs> that's so oh. funny. Hi, Jesse. So we're both Hartman. wrong. Yeah, Thank this you. was the chunky peanut butter, but it's probably for the sugar. Wait, that was yeah. that was the store brand one. Yeah, and only has three grams of sugar. That's not that wow, much. So we should Why buy is it the, so much better? We should buy the generic one. That's okay. so funny. And I did like your one, um, your smooth one. So that's smooth Jif, Jif and that's the, that's your preferred that's peanut my butter. Preferred peanut butter. Because I felt like the the Jif chunky was like the middle ground between the two. Yeah. I, so I, yeah. you know what? I'm um, even though I like what? The, even though I like the label of Skippy Super Chunk, mm-hmm. I am now going to start buying Jif. There you and go. You you have made a convert. If this was Scientology, I would join. <laughs> Uh, your peanut butter Scientology. Thank you. Uh, yeah. You've come to the GIF side. I don't know why GIF isn't a sponsor. Oh, hey, can we? Somebody wants to know if the yeah, we peanut Jif. butter. What's the store? What, yeah, what store is the store brand? Oh, this is from the Acme. You don't have Acme. Acme. That's uh, it's Acme. Yeah, well, you hold yeah, it up. Yeah, this one. This is called Signature Select, but you might not. It's probably an Signature. Acme brand. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody goes, good. oh my God, no, Scientology. Okay, that person has a story. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you ever watch the Scientology? When they, which are Leah Remini? Yeah. Um, every time that I drive past the town of Hemet, California, Why? I'm like, I'm like, oh, weird stuff happens there. That's where their center is. Oh, that's where the yeah. big compound is? That's the, yeah. Um, now it says filter comments flagged by our community. And I'm like, oh, did, did Scientology just get flagged? <laughs> Uh, yeah um i by the way if you're in scientology oh god i love you uh (laughs) please don't start waiting outside of my home um (laughs) it's scary that whole thing is scary and then they were just talking about um who married tom cruise no that one Uh, after katie katie holmes katie holmes and how she like escaped Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night Um, somebody asked if I remember the spirit finger gazebo joke. Yes. What's that? I had a joke where I, so my dad was an interior decorator when I was growing up. Um, and, uh, I go, my dad gave me my Y chromosome. It's just, mine was in cursive. And, um, and then I go, I, I, I forget how I got to it, but then I was like, I was like, most dads are like, do you want to go hunting? And my dad was like, spirit finger gazebo. 
And um, I don't know why it was such a weird line, but uh, I did it on Letterman. I did it in my Comedy Central special. And um, every once in a while, somebody will remind me of it. And it, that's like one of those things where like it's such a funny line, but it just shows how weird brains are you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like well you make a lot of sounds in your mm-hmm. set you had the set when you were on the plane and the the noise you made it hurt oh yeah yeah so funny oh thank you I, it's so funny i like yeah i like i and those are like things that you never write those are things that while you're doing the bit um i had this friend he's uh uh he's not with us anymore uh but his name was eric page and he was, he's like, I always write a joke. And then in performing it, I would figure out what all the, the faces and the act outs mm-hmm. and the noises and all that, the style, you know, like kind of the style. Mm-hmm. Of the joke. Um, well, people are talking about the dress with pockets joke. Just- I did, I did, uh, I did a bit a long time ago that was, um, uh, so it was, um, uh, Oh God, how do I, how does this joke start? Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, oh wait! Oh my God! This I'm is- the same way. I'm like, hold on. If I get the beginning, then I know the whole thing. But if I if I start in the middle, I'll give you a minute. Yeah. Oh, oh, you remember? Michelle. Has you guys look cute. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Oh my God. Wow! Thank um, God, sexy producer Michelle yeah, is here. Thank you, sexy producer Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um. So a lot of guys they say that they want a guy that's like um that's like real macho or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm like, but you do not. I was like, which do you really want? Do you want a guy that's like, oh my God, your rack looks great in that dress? Or do you want a guy that's me that's like, oh my God, that dress has pockets? <laughs> and um, it, the joke went really viral. And now it's funny. It was like, it was like the way that I said, like, has pockets. <laughs> and I, uh, oh God, I got blown Oh a God, bit. all right. Um, but um, now there's a million memes and like, there's just like a ton of um, like, like influencers that will be like, it has pockets. <laughs> And, um, but I don't get any credit for that, but like, I, I know that before me, like dresses with pockets was a thing, like, and it was a thing that women loved, but, uh, um, do love that, that but, but I, I kind of made that a thing. And then it's funny, my wife, um, she's like, uh, cause people send me that. And then, um, I, my wife's like, you did not invent women going like it has pockets. And I was like, I literally did the You're bit like, I and did. Then people are still imitating it. And I created a thing that kind of went out in the culture. And she goes, no, Pete. She's like, that's a meme. And I was like, it's a meme that came from me. <laughs> she won't give it to you? Yeah. Like, like I came up with that bit probably like 10 to 15 years ago. And I started doing it. And then it, I did it on The Tonight Show. And then it went super viral. And But she's like, she's like Pete, you she just need to realize... Ever. You just need to realize that some things were a meme. And she's like, it's not even that original of a joke. And I was like, no, it was. Because <laughs> I, I wrote it. I invented it. And, um, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a meme. It's a meme. That's so but, funny. Um, but yeah, but I, but that, I mean, isn't, isn't that one of the best things that you can do is to, um, is to put something out there that ends up being a part of kind of like the lexicon. Well, you know? it's, I don't know if you saw the, probably the, the craziest thing that I did was I went to target and I might've gotten drunk and drank vodka and talked about back to school supplies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. so that one, I, I, my sister's a teacher mm-hmm. and it was back to school time. Everybody's complaining about it. And I was like, Oh, I think it'd be funny to pick up some vodka and go mm-hmm. to target and literally didn't plan any of it. I just went and started and I have a weird accent in the video <laughs> and I've never talked like that before. And I've never talked like that since, but I was taught weird. I was angry. I don't know. This is Pete Lee, by the way, Nicole, Hi. he's a very funny comedian. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we shot it and I came home, I showed it to my neighbor and I was like, do you think it's funny? She's like, 
it's okay. And I was like, all right, oh. well, so I posted it. Mm-hmm. This was years ago. And Dean and I went downstairs, played some video games. Mm-hmm. And it went 150 million views, like crazy. It just launched us. And now it comes back every September. Really? It's like it's a wonderful life at Christmas. It comes back every September and they put it on the news and then somebody puts it on Good Morning America again. It's just so crazy. And people are like, thank God somebody said it's so funny. Teachers love it. Um, I think that's the first time I saw you was that video. And yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm like, oh yeah. Like, it's so yeah. crazy. That's, isn't that, that's so wild that a thing that you, a thing that your brain created and yeah. a thing that you went and did this one day is yeah. like just all over the place. Yeah. And, and that, and then Chardonnay Go and Pokemon Go came out. Mm-hmm. We made a video called Chardonnay Go and I ran around the neighborhood and drank, <laughs> but it was so funny because after that video came out, I was at a conference. So I wasn't around because I don't think I look like that anymore because somebody was like, did you know it was going to go? viral i go don't you think i would have done my hair did you see my hair no i looked crazy and so i i came home from that conference and i actually had to go back to school shopping for my kids so i'm at staples um chardonnay go you look familiar that's me char um i'm one funny mother you can find me in anything one funny mother so i go to staples and I go back to school shopping and I'm, and I can feel everyone looking at me. Like mm-hmm. I can just, and I was, and I would much rather people just say, Hey, are you, but yeah. they're not, they're just staring at me from the side. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and then finally one lady was like, I'm sorry. Are you the drunk lady from the internet? I was like, <laughs> okay, I probably deserve that. That's probably accurate. Uh, and yeah, it's, uh, it's stuck. So that's who I am sometimes. Are you the drunk, the drunk lady, lady from, the internet. from the internet? So, uh, so I own it and that's why we have this class. Yeah. So you're, you're a drinker and I'm a drinker. I'm a drinker. Bourbon. What's your yeah. favorite bourbon? Um, so my, well, my, all right, my favorite, I'm going to go through my favorite bourbon. So let me see if I have, first that. of all, I love scotch and McAllen scotch is my favorite one. Um, Do you feel like there's a big difference? Because I've tried scotch and I think it's so much harsher than bourbon. Well, I think that if you tried McAllen scotch, because it's brewed in sherry wine casts and it's kind of, it's the closest scotch to a bourbon. Okay, then I'll try um, But yeah, I mean, uh, bourbon wise, so if I'm at a bar, I'll drink McAllen. If they don't have McAllen, I'll drink like Glenlivet or Glenfiddich. Really? If they don't have those, I'll do Maker's Mark. I like, mm. I like a Maker's um, on the rocks. Um, uh yeah, and then, but uh, bourbon wise, um, have not, you had Blanton's? Oh yeah, Blanton's really great. Uh, Weller is awesome. Okay, um, I haven't had, had Weller's. Weller. No, obviously Pappy Van Winkle is. Have, you've never had it, have you? Oh, I've had it. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I've had I've had copious amounts of it. Where? Yeah. Uh, so I, I've been to Kentucky, and people yeah, will be too. like, they'll be like, come to this bar. They've got Pappy, and then um, I've had I've had so much. So um, Nicole and I were in Chicago. And we specifically went to this place and Nicole was like, I just want to buy you Pappy Van Winkle because I know you'll it'll make you super happy. So yes. she bought me two like $50 glasses of it because it costs so much it money. It is. Yeah. It, Pappy Van Winkle is excellent. I've never had it. And somebody said, if you ever found a bottle, it would be $4,000. Like you could never afford it. It's it, like something ridiculous. My friend Becky Robinson, who was my next door neighbor in California, she went to the Pappy Van Winkle like factory and did a show. And then they gave her this gift box that was like, like uh, it was all of the Pappies. So like the 10 year through the, the real fancy ones. And then um, she had it in in her kitchen and I walked in and I was like, what is, what is that? I was, I was like, what, what is that? And she goes, it's Pappy Van Winkle. She's like, do you want some? Yes. I'm like, do you not realize like how special this is? And she's like, 
yeah, I know that it's a big thing, but she's like, she's like, bourbon isn't always my thing. And I'm like, uh, well, I'm going to come over here all the time and I'm going to drink. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to yeah. drink you out of Pappy Van. Winkle. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, it's so funny. Cause when I was like on the dating site, like it's always uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like you meet somebody in an app and then you're supposed to go out. It's just super weird, mm-hmm. but there'd always be this weird moment where we, cause I would never go to dinner with anybody. Like uh-huh. too much of a commitment. I'd rather get drunk and then spend time sobering up. Apparently was my plan, but whatever. So we get to the bar. And then they would say, inevitably, to the girl first, they'd be like, what can I get you drink? And I'm like, I'll have a bullet, a double bullet neat. Mm-hmm. And then the guy would be like, they would be like, I'll have a Malibu baby. You know what? I'll take what she's having. I'm like, you can't drink what I'm having. Like, it was just so funny to me. Yeah. Like, if they went first and it was like a girly drink and I was like, I'll have a double bourbon neat. Um, they would change their drink. Oh, that's funny. There was it a was. there was a, a gal last night uh, in the front row with her husband. They were it was their five year wedding anniversary, and she was drinking um, she was drinking double uh, Glenlivet oh, yeah, neat. Yeah. And then yeah, the guy had uh, he had he had some sort of like, like a daiquiri. He had, it wasn't a daiquiri. It was it was daiquiri adjacent. It was like it was like <laughs> a wheat beer with an orange, yeah. you know. And um uh, and the guy was really cool and um. Uh, Anyway, he, he was su- super cool and he's masculine and all that kind of stuff. But like, it was a little emasculating that yeah. she was just drinking this hard. But I will say this, like my wife to bond with me, she'll order like a, like a nice scotch neat and just uh, drink it with me. Right. And there's nothing that I love more than, than like a hot gal drinking a whiskey neat. That's awesome. That's like, that just says like, you're awesome. It's just so funny. Cause uh, we went on a bourbon tour. So we do trips around the country mm-hmm. where all these crazy mm-hmm. people show up and we did a bourbon trip. And so there was about, I don't mm-hmm. know, 40 of us, 45 of us. And we did the bourbon tour. Uh-huh. Um, and we went to, um, Buffalo trace. That's where Blanton's is. Yeah. Eagles envy, all of those. Um, And and they had a tasting Mm -hmm. and everybody is like, they're tasting it. They're like, it's really harsh. I'm like, that means it's working. Um, But so (laughs) many people want to put ice in it. I'm like, okay, if you're a starter, put ice in it. But Mm -hmm. the goal is to let it burn your insides. So I was, this guy last night, I, he was giving me grief because I was drinking Glen, uh, Glen Livet on the rocks and he's, he's like, never put rocks in it. And I'm like, well, I put rocks in it when I'm on stage Mm. because I want it to be something that I can, I can wet my whistle uh, (laughs) with. I want to, I want to be able to wet my whistle while I'm, while I'm talking. Mm -hmm. And so I put ice in it. Right. When I normally drink at a bar, I drink it neat. Right. And the guy's like, you always got to drink it neat. And I'm like, I'm at work right now. (laughs) I shouldn't even be drinking. I shouldn't even be drinking. I'm basically trying to do do the light beer version of my scotch. Yeah, no. And uh, yeah, somebody said Pappy Van Winkle is like nine hundred dollars. Yeah. I was I was talking to my wife's dad uh, the other day, and he because we got a I got given a Macallan eighteen, which is really it's a really nice scotch. And, um, and he's like, have you ever had like a Macallan 21 or a 25? And I go, I had a Macallan 50 once. And so Macallan 50 is $46,000 a bottle. I was doing a corporate in Boca Raton, Florida. And this like, so everybody in this crowd was so rich that I actually, as a joke, when I go, I go, Hey, clap your hands. If you're not a millionaire and only the wait staff clapped, <laughs> it was so funny. And so this like rich, rich guy. Uh, he's like, he's like, Hey, come to the bar with me. He's like, I'll buy you anything. He's like, he's like, whatever you want. I go, okay. Uh, I'll have the McAllen 50. And I was kidding because like a glass of it is like $500. It's crazy. And he goes, he goes, pull the bottle down. That's what we're drinking tonight. This guy had so much money. He didn't care. 
And he, it was the first time I ever saw a black Amex. He put the black Amex oh. down on the bar. He's like, and so we, the, there was probably about three quarters of the bottle left and we drank all of it together. Oh. Like we both drank that much. I woke up with the most expensive hangover the next day. <laughs> I've never been more proud of it. Uh, but yeah, so I got to drink McCallum. So crazy. Awesome. And you do, you wouldn't, if somebody hands you like a, a bourbon that's that expensive, it's just like, yeah. <gasps> you're just going to savor every bit of it. It's so crazy. By the way, TikTok just said, um, you might want to take a break. It said, it said, great job. You've gone live for 90 minutes. Don't forget to take, take a break. break. They're literally Are we going. To pee or something? I don't know, but they're. I think that they're doing like a mental health check. On Maybe this. they're like, "Are you okay? This is not a good idea." You, hey Pete, you never uh, go live. Are you in crisis? <laughs> who is Pete? Right Just join. Who is Pete? Pete uh, is a very funny comedian. Uh, he is playing at uh, Helium Comedy Club this weekend. If you're local and you want to check him out, you can go to Helium tonight. You have two shows tonight. Two shows tonight. Two yes, shows please. tonight at Helium, but he's obviously uh, touring all over the country, so you can look him up at. Peatley.com? Yeah, Peatley.net. I still haven't been able to get .com. Wow, there it is. This is a guy that um, but you can uh, follow him. You can uh, see some really funny clips. You can listen to his new Dateline voiceover mm-hmm. um, and uh, see what fun things that he's up to. But uh, but thank you for joining us today. Thank what you. a treat this was on a Saturday. Are we, um, are we wrapping up? We're wrapping TikTok up. Because TikTok was like, you should go get a life is basically what they said. And tell everyone on my uh, TikTok where they can find you. There have been several people that want to know your handles and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so you can find me at Anything One Funny Mother. So this show that you're watching, we're um we're live daily at 8.30-ish, usually 8.45, um, every day. And we have a show called Tipsy Tuesday. But you can find Anything One Funny Mother. Same thing. Look up Anything Pete Lee. You'll be able to find them uh, on all of the things that you watch, all of your channels and socials. Um, but this was great. We learned a lot about you, Pete. We learned a lot about life, love, Peanut butter. <laughs> Peanut butter. Jif rules again. So you said you're taping your Tonight Show on the 25th. When does it air? It airs on the 26th. So okay. I'm on the late taping, um, which whenever that you get to tape on a Thursday, uh, that means that they they tape anywhere from one to three shows. And sometimes they pre-tape. Like, like I've been there where... Um, like all the dressing rooms are full and there's like all sorts of celebrities there or there's like a band there that you really like. And um, I, they say, they say like, like it's not cool to like go introduce yourselves, but I walk down the hallway and I'll be like, Hey there, uh, my name is Pete. I'm on the show too. I'm a comedian. And, uh, and I've met so many celebrities there. And, That's um, awesome. And Who's been your coolest celebrity that you've met? Um, the coolest one that I met, it was the first time that I was on, it was uh, Giselle Bunchen, the mm. supermodel, uh, Tom Brady's ex-wife. Um, she, uh, her and I like kind of talked before I did my set and, um, and she's like, I'm going to be rooting for you. And, mm. uh, cause she came off from her segment. I was like, that was so funny. I'm like, that, I, I couldn't believe how funny she was. Yeah. She doesn't strike she's, me as that funny. Yeah. Like it's not even required for her to be like, no, when you're funny, that gorgeous, but she's like so funny and so entertaining. And then. She goes, I'm going to watch your part. And I was like, wow, supermodel Giselle okay. Bunchen. And, um, and then I get off stage and Giselle Bunchen runs up to me in the hallway and we grab hands like like two like sorority sisters and we're jumping up and down. And she's like, you did so great. Yay. And I'm bouncing and I'm just looking into her beautiful face. <laughs> And I was like, what is my life right now that I just did the Tonight Show and I'm now hand in hand with Giselle Giselle Bunchen. And Mm -hmm. that's why she She divorced Tom Tom after meeting him. The truth comes out. (laughs) (gasps) 
Pete is the reason. Yeah, she just she just wanted someone who shows his age. There it is. That's, That's what she it. Wanted. And who wouldn't play football anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I gave up football for her. <laughs> for Giselle. <laughs> I gave up football for her. <laughs> he was like, hey, listen, I won't play football. So yeah. if you wanted to get together, we yeah. could make it work. But she was the cool she was the coolest one that I that I met. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Oh yeah. So we we're cheers. Uh, that was I don't know who that there was for. I don't know that, you guys, but we, we really okay. did like an eighties high five. Like, <laughs> um, so thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be back uh, Monday morning uh, with one funny morning um, TikTok. Thanks for watching, as always. Welcome and goodbye to all of uh, Pete Lee's uh, great fans. Um, hope you had a good time watching. Oh yeah, it doesn't work on that it one. Doesn't work. No, on this it only one? works on this one. All right. Does it work? I don't know. No. Okay. I, it's joke. like you've gone over one time. Yeah, I was like, everything you. gets turned off after all the lights are out. They're basically turning the lights out. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Uh, right. Have a great day and a blessed day. And we'll see you guys soon. Thank you guys. Thanks for watching.